1: in magical items. Yelary somehow managed to get Yelary's junior some armor specially made in just one day. We're not going to ask how that happened. Kila learned something about her bagpipes, and now they are about to continue their journey, as Kiana Velaryse suggested. You're listening to the Broadswords. Starring Kristen Flemons as Yulary's Roaring Horn, a half-elf wizard witch. Both of you are very judgmental. Tracy Gibbons as Keela, our High Elf Bard scald. Maypri, I think we might get two cots today. Bianca Zelda as Maypre, our fling Barbarian. And those windows seem like such a hazard. And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. It is the morning. There is a light mist that is rolling off of the sea and coming in onto the docks. The docks are loud. They're busy. There's plenty of fishermen getting ready to go out. There are deckhands rolling barrels down the granite wharf. Before you is a tall, polished flat. With gold painted railings and the gunnels are, well, they're full of curly cues and they're expertly carved. There is a female merperson figurehead painted in silver and red at the bow of the ship, and you can see at the aft there is not just one row of great windows to indicate the grand cabin. But there are two levels of windows, suggesting multiple depths. Before you is emblazoned on the side of the ship, or I guess, would it be that? no, the keel's underneath. So emblazoned on the side of the ship are the words the Erfanian.
2: Well, this uh, certainly looks like
0: a suitable form of transportation. I, I feel like we've chosen wisely. Do the sailors on the ship, like the deckhands, do they look friendly? Or do they just look like official people? They look
1: very official. Mm. In fact, um, they wear a black, in, like a black uniform with gold trim. They all look very sharp. I don't know,
0: Hilaries. I kind of get cold vibes from this place. Yeah, me too. Just because something is well-dressed
2: and well-put-together does not mean they're cold. Both of you are very judgmental.
0: There is not a single person drinking or smiling up on deck.
3: This is the the ship that we chose. Um, I want to call out to one of the people on deck, just like, hello, sailor, hello, excuse me. Oh, madame. How may we help you? I just wanted to check in, see how you're doing. Hey, up there. How's your day? Also, we are
2: booking passage aboard your vessel.
3: Oh,
1: just one moment, madames. And he retreats. And then maybe 45 seconds later, you see a tall, striking figure come striding down the gangplank uh, down to the, the wharf. Uh, he is dressed in a very uh, a matching suit as the rest, but you can tell with the extra gold braid and the double-breasted brass-buttoned front that he is indeed the captain of this vessel. How are his epaulets? Oh, they are immaculately hanging. Yeah. The fringe of them is, you know, the braid, right? That's Mm -hmm. the braid, yes. The braid is immaculately positioned. Love a good epaulette. Ah, and you You must be the lady Yelary's roaring horn. He reaches out to take your hand. I offer it. And he bows over it and kisses the top of it just lightly. His his big mustache tickles slightly against your knuckles.
3: I make like a gagging face at Maypre behind Yularis
0: back. I replicate it back to you for sure. <laughs>
2: Such a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Captain. And this is Yolary's junior. I will introduce him to the goat.
1: Oh, indeed.
2: And so- such immaculate armor. It's best to be prepared for all circumstances. That's what we find. And my traveling companions,
1: Maypri and Keela. Indeed, indeed. Warm greetings extended to you as well. And he reaches out for Maypre's hand to give similar treatment as he did to yularis
0: uh, oh, no thanks. Uh, and lots of warmness in your direction.
1: I understand. And he gives you a nod with his hand on his chest. Warm feelings in your direction as well, my friend. Maypri, And Keela. And he reaches out a hand.
3: I I gently sidestep his hand and give him a flourishing bow instead.
1: Ah, uh, a woman after my heart. Indeed, such grace and poise. Well, thank you. Please, you are most expected, and thank you. Please aboard the pride of our fleet, the Athanion. Cool, thanks. Uh, Where's our cabins? Uh, We have, don't you worry, we have the grand apartment for you. Is that more than one cot? Indeed, huh. my lady. Pri, I think we might get two cots today. Whoa. Okay. Please, this way. And he leads you to the gangplank where he gallantly steps to the side to hold out his hand. To I will take his hand. Lead you up mm. over the side of the ship. A deckhand rushes over to put like a little portable staircase. You know, with, like, three steps from the mm-hmm. side so that you don't have to jump down. <laughs> Marvelous. I shall step daintily
0: on board. I mean, I step over it. I'm tall enough.
3: I wonder, I'm i going to step on daintily, like an exaggerated version of you, Larry's. As, as daintily as I possibly can be. Okay. Why don't we do
1: some dexterity, then? And I think yeah. this is performance. Mm-hmm. I rolled at 25. Okay, what does that look like this moment of mockery?
3: It was originally intended as mockery. That's the thing, but in the end the performance just so far exceeded the mockery that it was beautiful and I think some of the shiphands are kind of looking like, "Oh she, She isn't isn't dressed like someone of high class, but Ugh. gosh, she can walk like one." <laughs> I think, like,
2: uh, flash up on the bottom of the screen, Yolarius will remember that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: goodness.
1: (laughs) Please welcome to our flagship. It has a crew of 45. It is a Carrick. I've just built... I hope that's who you pronounce it. I have no idea. Carrick, whatever. Sounds good to me. Ship words are weird. They're never pronounced the way they're written. It's true. But we're confident about gunnels. (laughs) Yes. It's not a gunnel. No, no, no,
2: no.
0: Gunnel.
1: (laughs) Oh, in fact, here you go. I just showed all of you a handout in Roll20. Which has mm. a nice picture of oh. the parts of a ship. Uh, when beautiful. can we visit the
2: FOCUSL? The uh- focsle, Pronounced focsle. Is that like the forecastle, but you're yeah. supposed to say FOCUSL?
1: Yeah. Fo- Thank you. I enjoyed that. <laughs> FOCUSL? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. I also like
3: that forward is pronounced
1: Forward. Forward.
0: forward. <laughs> I was trying to read that mm-hmm. in my head a lot. That was difficult. <laughs> Forward and then
1: yeah. Afterward is aftered. After'd, oh. Or just aft. I'm happy with aft. <laughs> Aftered's fun though. Forward. Focusle.
3: Forward. and mast.
1: Oh no. Yeah,
3: I like mizenmast. That one is fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is a
1: fun word. Poop. <laughs> it all comes back to poop yep poop in the cock boat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we're adults
3: <laughs> hello we are the
1: broadswords oh. that is the name
3: of the episode poop in the cock boat
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna write that down no oh no <laughs> Twenty. Thanks for the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, We're using it well. We are. Really,
2: what I love about Dungeons and Dragons is the immersion.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <to>
2: places. Okay.
1: <sighs> okay, that's a good blooper. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yes, there, there we are. Um, yeah. So i prefer Carrick, yeah. So Carrick, I guess that's how we're going with. Uh, so this is a Carrick. It was built just last year. Please welcome, and he he goes off on this big long tirade, um, giving you the the fine lineage of the ship, mm-hmm. and which shipyard it was built in, and which shipmaster, who, yeah, blah 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 and then he brings you to the grand apartment and this is at the aft of the ship there is a great big fancily carved door, uh, wooden door in which he opens and it opens up into a a massive cabin it has big waist high to ceiling uh, windows, like paned windows that Look out onto the rest of the harbor. There are two great four-poster beds with lots of curtains around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a seating area, like a like a you know like a reading area, like with a settee and uh, yeah that sort of thing. And there is a writing desk and a dining table that could seat Ooh. up to eight.
2: Wow. We could entertain. Well, Captain, I, I must say we've had some bad luck on boats as of late, but I have an excellent feeling about this journey.
1: Indeed. As you will be on a grand ship. Where are we supposed to sleep? I don't see any cots. Well, we could arrange for you to have a cot if you would prefer that to a feather bet.
0: Those are for sleeping? (laughs) On a boat? What is this place? And those windows seem like such a hazard. Don't look a gift bed in the mouth, Maypri Or in the feathers.
3: Hilarious, this is kind of outrageous. Uh Uh-huh. Maypri. I think it's okay for us to be outrageous once in a while.
1: If I may interject. Friend, Lady Maypri, this is in honour of you, for our Queen has sent this ship for you. It is the highest honour for her to send her very own flagship. Indeed, and we accept a- that honour graciously and
2: are in such deep gratitude, both to her and to
1: yourself. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. Well, please make yourself at home, um, and then we will be setting off shortly. Uh, Lunch will be served here in your room, and then for dinner we have a party. We always throw a party for the first night at sea. So please come to dinner in the Grand Cabin.
0: Can I roll insight on the ship's captain to, I mean, Mipri's really been stuck on the whole, like, the queen sent this fleet for you. This is all for you. She's had enough uh, experience to know that uh, when things are too good to be true, there are mm-hmm. often
1: hooks involved. Okay. Roll some insight.
0: I figure out what my insight actually is. 11 plus 4, 15
1: you, you think um he's definitely laying it on thick, for sure. One hundred percent. Um however it does seem to be simply part of his personality. He he's a he cuts quite the outrageous figure. He's he's got, you know, his his uniform with these big epaulettes with fringe hanging down and double breasted with gleaming brass buttons. His hair is black and long, and it's pulled back in a neat, like, ponytail. He is elven and has very fine, fine features. Yeah, his boots are really polished. His, His mustache is waxed. He even maybe smells a bit of cologne. How big is his hat? Um, he, at this moment,
2: is not wearing a hat. Okay, I imagine he owns several very large hats.
1: Probably.
0: Yeah, well, I'll be looking for his hat at dinner.
1: With quite the plumes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, though, he seems genuine. He
1: believes everything he says. Okay.
0: Um, no, I mean, I'll, I'll sleep in one of those beds. Thanks for offering a cot. And yeah, food's, food's cool. Food's great. I'm going to I'm going to go
1: look over here. Yes, please acquaint yourself with the apartments. Enjoy. If you need anything, please feel free to either ask for me or our first mate Lento. Lento.
0: Like the Wonderful. bean?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we will see
2: you at dinner, Captain.
1: Indeed indeed. Indeed, and I can't wait to hear some of the famed Kila's music. If she would be so kind as to grace us with her dulcet tones.
3: You mean... Which of my dulcet tones? I have so many options available. She plays a mean jug. (laughs) Mm. I mean, that's all I have at my disposal right now, but if you have anything to load me, you know, I can...
1: Oh, well, indeed, up up in the cabin, there is a fine lute that was crafted by some of the finest craftsmen in the Sword coast. And we also have a harp.
3: I think I can play something for us, then. Oh,
1: delightful. Well, I'll see you all at dinner. Enjoy. And he, he bows out and closes the door behind it.
3: This episode is brought to you by Roll20. If you're like us and you have friends who live far away, or you still want to play your favorite tabletop game, but it's really snowy outside and you don't want to go out there, Roll20 is a really great option. It has built-in video and voice chat that runs right through your web browser, like everything else on Roll20. So you don't have to download any new software. It also has these really great click-to-roll character sheets where you click on the stat and the dice just rolls automatically for you. And these character sheets cover hundreds of systems and rules. Get all this and more with a free basic account on Roll20.net. Sign up now at Roll20.net slash start slash broadsquad. That's Roll20.net slash start slash B-R-O-A-D-S-Q-U-A-D.
1: Victoria here, I am here to tell you about a Kickstarter of a game that, well, if you're anything like us, um, you'll probably really be into because it's murky, it's strange, it's, it's really one of a kind. I am talking about Descent Into Midnight. Uh, this is a fabulous game. It's about community, family, and hope. It's a tabletop role-playing game that takes place on a technologically advanced aquatic civilization whose culture has never been touched by humanity. Bioengineering and psionic or mental powers allow the strange and varied species to communicate and interact with their surroundings no matter their physiology. It funded in its first day, but they have some fabulous uh, stretch goals, and we really think you should take it out, uh, take a look at it. That's uh, created by friends of the show, and we are going to be recording us playing it in the near future, which you will be able to get to hear. The Kickstarter is going on until March 15th, so go to Kickstarter.com forward slash projects. Actually just, you know what, just just look up Descent into Midnight on Kickstarter. We have two new reviews. They are both on iTunes from the U.S. of A. So we have one from Kay McGrath. Great podcast. In a matter of several weeks, I listened to everything from the beginning. I was instantly hooked. Wonderful storytelling that keeps me coming back for more. Can't wait to hear where the broads go next. Thank you so much. I'm glad you liked it. and Thanks for the thumbs up and fire emoji. And our second one, good, clean fun. I'm a total fan of the broads. I just found this live play podcast to supplement my total nerd addiction and now I'm binging the show. I love the D20 dames. They're great. Dungeons and Dads, another good show. Bombarded. Yes, love them. Taz, I'm, we're, we're fans. And I'm a total Critical Role fan. Who isn't? But I think the broads are every bit as good. Well, thank you. And a podcast I can share with my kiddos without worrying about too many f-bombs. If you're looking for a live play podcast you can share with all ages, try this one. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, we definitely get a little adult sometimes, but I think it's kind of like in the way that cartoons are. There's always those jokes for the adults in there um, that the kids are just completely unaware of. All right, let's get to it.
2: I wait a few moments after he's left and then turn back around to look at Kila and Maypri and ask them, so, anyone have any idea which queen might have sent us a boat?
1: Oh,
0: I thought you knew.
3: Um, I'm going to say probably not the Raven Queen. That was one of the first queens that popped into my
2: mind as well, but it seems... Unlike her. What other
1: queens do we know? Can we make a list of queens? I mean, sure, you can make a list of queens. Uh, what queen, who, which queens do you know? Sh- should I roll a history check? Okay, but what, like, just a random list of queens? There are a lot of, like, wh- what What are you trying Relevant to... Relevant queens. Relevant Local <laughs> queens? <laughs> New idea.
0: I step outside this room... I talk to the first person I see and I ask them, "What queen do you follow?" Or quiz
2: them, "Who's your favorite queen?" See, make it <laughs> make it like you're testing them, like they
0: need to remember. What if they don't ha- what if their favorite queen isn't the queen of this boat? What if they just have a favorite queen? Well, then we report them for treason.
3: How do we know they're treasonous?
2: We'll have to s- get a representative sample. <laughs>
3: Okay, baby, you're going to have to go out and ask at least 3 people. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
2: I did find it curious, if not unreasonable, that 3 different ships' captains were soliciting us for a trip with no mention of us actually paying for that trip, but we were rather desperate for transportation, so but um we're not just that likable? Well, we are, but you know, um, we have a bad track record of angering queens in the past, so I'd just like to perhaps
3: void that as much as possible. And also, no. um, in which case, I should probably avoid the queens myself. Yes, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. You can be
2: very busy with your jug.
3: Okay, I, I mean, there's going to be a lute. I'll, I'll just keep busy with the lute. Can loot. you play both Not at the same that's... time? We'll find out. it be like a one-woman band. Okay, so while Mapri is going to quiz people about queens, we need to make a jug stand so that I, we can attach it to my front and I'll I can start play it
2: while I'm playing my lute. Drafting schematics for different setups of <laughs> instruments, and I will okay. write up a survey paper so that Maypri can record results of her questioning.
3: Excellent. If we can find a way for me to play the harp with my toes, that would be excellent. I use the roll top writing desk for these purposes. Yes, yes. Um,
1: you, when you open the roll top writing desk, um, which again, it's, you know, fine mahogany with those delicate long legs. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's like bolted to the ground. Everything mm-hmm. in here is kind of bolted. Um, but it's you know it's very nice and so there is a nice pocket for the inkwell and there's some nice already trimmed quills and there's a stack of of parchment I mean I really love
2: this I really hope this doesn't wind up being
1: murder boat
2: anyway here (laughs) yes murder boat does sound bad doesn't it
3: I, uh, I uh, hand Maypri the research materials. Um, Elyres, what do we do if this is a malevolent queen and not a benevolent queen? Do you have any suggestions?
2: Let's cross that bridge when we come to it.
3: I'll follow you if we come to that. All right, no pressure.
1: Okay, so Maypri, send
3: Maypri out. <laughs> Hey,
1: she offered.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to do this. I've Are got... there little like portholes that we could peer
1: out? <laughs> no, I mean, you have giant like uh, windows, but th- those look out behind like you to see. Yeah. yeah, not you would you would have to leave the, I cast the grad department. <laughs> clairvoyance. Okay, so that I can listen two it
2: takes like 10 minutes to do so as i I was writing up the the research survey i also cast a third level spell (laughs) all is that concentration probably let me double check yes um casting time 10 minutes concentration up to 10 minutes I create an invisible sensor within range in a location familiar to me outside on the deck that we just walked by. <laughs> uh, I will choose hearing so that I can hear what is being said. Uh, I could switch between seeing and hearing, but I think we will. Yeah, cool.
1: You're gonna listen, okay?
2: I'm, we're gonna listen. I'll report tequila.
1: And then <laughs> you can also <laughs> feed Maypri lines because message. I could. Yeah, I could send message. I also message. have message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. But
3: I think that you should be the one to send her We're a prepared. Message. Wow. Yep. I sent her a message. I wanna just cast message as a cantrip just to say Good job, May
2: Is there like a reverb, like you know, if you have the mic on in the same room that <laughs>
3: the speakers are on?
2: <laughs> anyway.
3: It makes me feel like I did a good job too. Thanks. Keela, I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> I'm still proud.
0: <laughs> Uh, so outside in the hallway, um, anybody I can spy? I mean, like, this is the cabin area, so I don't know what this is. Yeah, so
1: the door actually opens up, um, into a little alcove. Um, there are some, like, steps going down in front of you, but then when you turn to right, you're out on the deck.
0: Okay, that's where I'd go then, out to the deck.
1: Yeah, so you go out into the deck, and you see the crew are up and ready. They're getting ready to shove off. Um, they're just getting, like, some last-minute barrels onto the deck um, and into the hull of the ship, but they otherwise look ready. There's people poised over, you know, at the ropes and things to, to start on their way. If you were to look over the side of the boat, you would see a significant amount of oars um, now coming like sticking out getting ready and yeah you see there's a couple of deckhands.
0: i'll um reach out to one um hi excuse me yes you 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 right there
1: yep yes lady la- lady uh oh that's lady Mapri.
0: uh yes
1: lady mpree
0: thanks for knowing my name i don't know your name can you tell me what queen do you follow and I'll hold up the paper officially. Not really, because it's just really me holding a paper in front of myself. Um, <coughs> the Queen Urphania. That's, yep. that's her name? Yes. Oh. You are aboard her ship. I didn't know she named the ship after herself. Well, I mean, that's cool, I guess.
1: After her. She didn't name it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I understand that. Cool. Thank you. I'm just going to go ask the same question to a few more people. Okay.
1: (laughs) And then as you walk away, you
0: kind of hear, like, is this, like, a test? I don't know. (laughs) Well
2: done, Maypre. Well done.
0: (laughs) Um, I repeat this, uh, predictably with the same response, more or less. Uh, yes. And a lot of very confused looks. Do you ever ask them who their favorite queen is? The last person. uh, Okay. Number four. Because I had asked three, like you asked, and they all answer the same way. But the fourth one, um...
1: Who was your favorite queen favorite queen um this is a elven uh, female she is she's kind of she's shorter for in comparison to the rest of the crew um and she she's very like you you can't really tell if she's muscular or not because like she's wearing this uniform that everyone's wearing and they all kind of look boxy and uniformy but um you know she she cuts a nice figure, I guess. Um, and she, she stops and she's like, favorite queen, you know, Queen Portia, I mean, she did some really great things. But, you know, there's also Queen Leticia. Now, Queen Letacia was a military genius and she managed to conquer three kingdoms in her lifespan. It was remarkable. Oh. And then there's also Queen... Marilinda, she was good. She was good. She was very good with the magic. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is hard. Uh, I mean, you answered.
2: Okay. I'll send a message. I'll just say, uh, just tell her that there's no wrong answer.
0: You, you answered with all the wrong answers. <laughs> um. Thank you. You did your best. Uh, and I'll hold my paper up officially and walk away.
1: You just see someone looking very confused and maybe a little disconcerted.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Good, yeah, that's the effect we usually have, I feel like. Oh,
0: isn't it? <laughs> okay, so back in
2: the cabin, I, I am relaying this tequila. Uh, so Orphania, Queen Orphania, what do you know about a Queen Orphania? Can I roll a history check? Yeah. As well?
3: Yeah. Should I also roll a history check? Okay. 16. I've never heard the name before. It is a, she is, is that a person? <laughs> is that, <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a natural one plus two. Okay. And you, know, you
1: have I a feel,
3: 16? I like feel like it sort of rings a bell.
1: Uh, yeah, it it sort of rings a bell. Um, The name's old. Old for humans, maybe. I mean, still fairly old for elves and yeah, some, there, there's history there, there's elven history there, but you're, you're there's something about maybe like she was expelled from something, but there's also stories that it wasn't necessarily her fault, and there was jealousy and betrayal and all sorts of like melodramatic kind of stuff but uh, you, you're not familiar hmm. with the details, they're a little fuzzy and would I remember what realm she rules or ruled? that's the thing you do know that um but the tales are all kind of weird sometimes they're in the moonshay sometimes they're in the feywild sometimes hmm. they're in whole different areas of Faerun. hey interesting
2: I tell Tequila. I feel like oh I may have dozed off in that uh section of history class shocking I know <laughs> unlike me um but i feel like it's like super old like almost in that space between like mythology and history where you don't really know what's what and that maybe she was a queen in the fey wild but maybe the moon shades, but maybe somewhere maybe she was kicked out of somewhere but maybe that was not fair i really but she's got a nice boat
1: February 29th. You can also, in the meantime, join us on our Twitch channel. That is twitch.tv forward slash the broadswords. Every Tuesday morning, I play a game of some sort for an hour, that's at 9am ET, and then on Thursday and every other Friday evenings, there are some video games and one-shots. The first Thursday of every month is Tracy playing horror games, and, uh, well, she gets really scared easily. Really, it's a lot of her yelling. So join us on Twitch, forward slash the BroadSwords. We wanna say thank you to our new patrons. We have Adrian, Jason Bostwick, Evan Weiss, Taven Xander, and Kelly Shaver. Thank you so, so, so much. You help us make this happen. And we we can't we can't express how grateful we are for your support. You can find us on patreon.com forward slash the broadswords. You'll get access to live shows before anyone else. I put up my DM's notes. We have a Ask column. There are bonus episodes. Um, and we're going to be switching up our bonus episode content a bit. Um, and there is going to be a poll soon, I believe, Uh Tracy he said, um, about where we're going to continue after Broads in Space. So go take a look at patreon.com forward slash the Broadswords. Neoscum is a narrative comedy podcast featuring five Chicago improvisers antagonizing their way through the role-playing classic Shadowrun. It follows a group of misfits and outsiders, Z, the acerbic cyber troublemaker, Pox, the candy junkie klepto from across the pond, Tech Wizard, the public access actor with a petulant thirst for adventure, and Dak Rambo, the nastiest trucker this side of the Robo Mason Dixon. Join the irascible Neo Scum crew on a puerile rock and road trip through a weirdo world of tomorrow, doling out street justice to every deed they encounter, whether they deserve it or not. How we me? How we Third time's the charm. Oh, madame. My dog is whining. <clears throat> she burst into the room.
0: <laughs> She's just been, like, sniffing about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We shall have dinner. I do before we leave. Um,
3: or... She does have a great boat. That's all that I know.
1: We're going to end that with, but she's got a nice boat. Okay. Because <laughs> we're at okay. 33 minutes, so that's oh, one episode. Geez. All right.
3: She's got a nice boat is also a potential episode. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> theme music by Victoria Rogers. By Kevin McLeod of incomtech.filmmusic.io, we heard Cottages and Fantasia Fantasia. Drama D was by Rhythm Scott from Soundstripe.com. All sound effects were from Soundstripe.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers
0: flourish.